If you could have superpowers, but the catch is it might go terribly wrong, and you've seen the terrible that can go wrong, would you take the gamble? So last week, I know I ended on a dramatic note. I got tired of doing it eventually, and I had to cut it short. But the essential bit that was still missing is Mangler's story. Formerly known as Marcus Eli, Mangler Maniac was one of the first innie heroes. Or at least he was supposed to be. But the serum was just an experiment back then, one without proper testing. Easy to tell, things went wrong. Horribly. By now, Mangler has learned to cope with it, mostly, but it does still present a sore spot. Especially since Innie covered it all up. That's one of the reasons Reaper is fighting them. They stole Marcus's life, took away his voice, according to Reaper, even with gestures it's difficult for him to express himself. I could see that when I was there. And of course they turned him into Mangler, someone people fear. That's why he doesn't wear a mask, because he'd be easily recognizable anyway. Because he can't have a normal life along with this one. Sure, there are still some holes in Reaper's ode against the initiative, but this I get. Oh, and yes, the only reason Paratron doesn't wear a mask is because he's a total hermit anyway and doesn't care enough. Also, he says he's very good at disappearing into crowds. You know, he has one of those faces. I believe him. Paratron and Mangler are kind of opposites that way, I guess. Anyway, I never got entirely comfortable around all of them, so I was relieved to finally leave at some point. While the mask doesn't really make it harder to breathe, it still gets hella uncomfortable, so I was glad to get out of that. I immediately crashed into the bed when I got home, I was so exhausted. That was early in the evening, so I actually got up at a normal time, and I thought to myself, This is your chance, Em. Go walk your sister to work. But I had to discover that while I had slumbered, my dear sister had had a night shift, and even though Reaper was busy with me, that didn't stop Liverpool from being a handful. Five simultaneous robbery attempts. Oh, I mean... In Liverpool, heroes rule, Stargirls makes the fanboys rule, listen up, don't be a fool, blah 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 blah. Five simultaneous robbery attempts. With regular as well as ray guns. Not Martins, I know that for sure, but even with lower quality, they pose a threat. Unconscious hostages are much more handleable than conscious ones, and a ray from a gun might just do it. That sounded like a slogan. Martins guns, because we care for your crime. God, that's horrible. Anyway... So, Audrey was out cold, with exhaustion, after stopping them with <laughs> flying colors, and I was able to get to work right away. Sigh, right? At first, yeah, and usually mostly. But that day... Well, let's just say I was glad to have taken the time, because oh boy. Let's think way back when. Martin was cooking me my favorite paprika chicken, and then I'd feel weird, get headaches, jokingly think he's doing experiments on me. Oh, the good old times. Except he did. He was testing his, or, I mean, Reaper's serum. I found his notes about it. The serum's purpose is obviously to give someone without the potential for superpowers superpowers. So first of all, great, I am potentialist. Very flattered, thanks. And moving on, the first few attempts failed. I didn't even notice those much. One time he misinterpreted my PMS as a side effect, though. That must have set him back a bit. I wish he'd just... asked. Anyway, it eventually took. I mean, obviously he didn't give me any powers, I probably would have noticed that. But before you can administer the actual power-giving serum, you kind of have to prime the DNA to accept it. Just like people with potential already can. And 
that's exactly what he did on me. AKA, if I take the right serum, I could have superpowers. The downside here, of course, is that Reaper is the only other subject so far, and his pretty flawless first trial might have been a fluke. I might seriously F myself up if I do this. Or I might get superpowers. You know, this is one of those things where it's very tempting to choose the dumber option. As far as fixing the side effects go, I'm working on it. One thing I definitely know how to improve is the time it takes to start working. Martin had no idea what he was doing with that, and I found a quicker way, like, still at the meeting, off the top of my head. But it's the cramps and the lag I really have to worry about. I already got Reaper's full physical evaluation and his blood test results, and I now know way too much about his body. He has an iron deficiency, did you know that? Of course he didn't know that. Why would anyone know that about anyone? But the point is, once I can analyze the data, I should be able to at least make some improvement. I'll definitely try. I've got the best motivator after all. Tall, dark, and broody. Not my type personally, but it works if you need to work. That sounded all kinds of wrong. What I mean is Reaper wants this for me and is expecting results. And yes, I have considered what it would mean for Audrey if he got more permanent side effect free super speed. Badass power, by the way. Lucky punk. And I've come to the conclusion that she can fly, and thus he can't reach her, and thus I don't care! Ta-da! Okay, there are a few loopholes, but what am I supposed to do? Speaking of, Gordon is coming by again today. Yes, I'm planning his stays around when I record. It's less work. I'm lazy. Deal with it. He should be here any minute now. I'll just bide my time until then. What else is there to talk about? Haven't talked about my folks for a while. Kinda had more important things to do, but they still call occasionally. They don't know I dropped out yet, though. I don't know how to tell them. I'm still working on the roommate thing. That's not gonna be fun. No matter how I solve it, I know that much. I still haven't met tech support in person, but it's not like I'm crying any tears about it. I just met the supervillain equivalent, so I'm good. Um... Greg is fine. Both of them, even, I think. I mean, I haven't seen the human one in forever, and good riddance, right? I much prefer the feathered- Ooh, that's him. Finally. So, we're gonna talk now? We have to, eventually. It's not getting better. And it's not going to get better unless we do something. Okay, you just keep up that can-do attitude. So, what's the problem? You're angry and you're hurt. And I think I know why now. Um, I disagree. I think I'd know if I were angry and hurt, and I'm not. Thank you very much. Yes, you are. I can tell. Oh, really? Yes, it is because I killed your roommate. What?! I mean, I expected a shock. It was a big step. And once you let me in again, I thought you were fine. You said you were fine. And I'm sorry. I should have realized something is wrong earlier. Gordon, there's nothing wrong. Yes, yes there is. You're not yourself anymore, Emilia. I know it can be hard. Someone you knew dies. It makes death very real. But you have to come to terms with it. You have to talk about it. Don't seal away your emotions. Come to terms with... You're not making any sense. Gordon, I'm fine. I've coped with death. I'm over it. Can we all just move on with our lives now? No. See, this is exactly what I mean. You're not dealing with it. You're pushing it away. You're trying to escape into this criminal business. 
but you can't run away from this. Okay, I'm not about to take mental health advice from the very guy who did the killing. You cope with it. Amelia, I did. That's the thing. I know how to balance life. But you're new to this. You need help coming to terms with it. Or it will just eat away at you. That's why I'm not going on a job with you. I'm not going to help you bury your feelings. I want to help you. That's why I keep trying to talk. But along with these feelings, you're pushing me away too. I love you, Amelia. Can't you see? I'm trying to help you. You're on a path of self-destruction. I am not. I can handle death, Gordon. You have no idea what I can handle. What are you trying to prove, Amelia? And to who? Please let me help. Fine then. Help me. Help me figure out what I want to do with my life. Help me take a risk. Help me get more jobs. Why can't you shut up and just be there for me for once? I'm trying, but this is your battle to fight. You can't just ignore the past, Amelia. It's not going to go away. Go fuck yourself, Gordon. I think I should go. Oh, do you now? Amelia, I know you don't mean it. If you need space, I'll give you space. I'll be there for you once you realize I'm right. I always be there for you. Always. Oh, screw you, you bastard! Ugh, I'll eat a broom before I take emotional advice from Mr. Psychopath. Talking like he even knows how emotions work? He doesn't know anything! Not myself my ass! I've never been myself around him! What does he know? I've coped with Martin's death. I've... I know what I'm doing. I'm doing this because of Martin. Fuck Gordon. And fuck Project Annihilation. He can go on a killing spree for all I care. I don't give a fuck. I don't- Shit! I'm- I'm sorry. I'm- I'm sorry. I'm- I'm sorry. Fuck. Stupid, stupid record- Thank you for listening to Normally Ordinary. Today you heard the voice of Esther Reisenberger as Amelia Travis. Gordon is voiced by Lukas Steger. If you like and want to support this show, please rate and review it anywhere you can and spread the word among your friends. And remember, behind every mask is a lie. <laughs>